Oh, I recognize that face. You're in trouble, aren't you? Well, I'll take you out to the Outer Rim, but I don't think it's going to do you much good. Why? Well, there's a new bounty hunting group. You haven't heard? There's a two-faced Twi'lek and a pugilist droid. If I were you, I'd do my best to avoid the Salonian captain and the gandroid tech. Better watch your back or you're gonna get wrecked. The riding on the sky on fire. Heading to the edge of the empire. Your number's up and now you gotta pay. Running from the heroes of the Hadian way. Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way, the crew of the Sky on Fire was confronted by ship-grade blaster doors, barring their path to the Pirate Queen. After much discussion, the Honest Captain acquiesced to allowing the false pretense of Vistrana going in dressed as a trooper with a captured billy. The first guards were subdued without drama, but an alarm was triggered before the next guards went down. Berowin, Cav, and Tagalong Graf joined them at the base. Cav and K3 sliced their way into the system and popped open the doors so the hunt could begin in earnest. But what awaits them in this bunker? Find out on this week's episode, When Your Quarry Goes to Ground. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a live play podcast that explores published adventures in the Fantasy Flight game Star Wars RPG line. Our current adventure is Mask of the Pirate Queen, and this is Act 1, Episode 12, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. This scan's name is Cav. Cav is a droid tech and outlaw tech aboard the Sky on Fire. Cav is played by the human Christine. I'm Barrowin, I'm the captain of the Sky on Fire. And I am played by the human Brandon. I am Billy, I am a member of the crew aboard the Sky on Fire. And I am played by also a human, but not Krang, it's Leslie. And I am Vestrano, I am the physician aboard the Sky is on Fire as I am told by Cav, is its true name. And I am also played by a human named Brit. To learn more about our characters, we get one hero to ask another a question. And today, we will get Berwin to ask. Hey, Cav. Yes, Berwin. Uh, being as you're like a fully-fledged bounty hunter and everything now, um... Cav is. Yep. Have you thought much about... Where you'll go after the sky on fire? Is Berwin kicking Cav off the ship? No, no, this is just this is just a hypothetical. This is just a rhetorical question. Except I want an actual answer. <laughs> it, it's okay, Berwin. Cav was just messing with Berwin. Cav has actually given it a great deal of thought. Um, oh, well, Cav isn't looking to depart anytime soon, but Cav does plan to start saving Cav's credits eventually. So Cav can get Cav's own ship. Cav knows Berwin may not want to be in this line of work forever, or may grow tired of Cav, or that Berwin and Cav might just reach a point where Cav does need to move on. And Cav does like this life as dangerous as it has been, and Cav would like to, well... Cav guesses start Cav's own adoption agency of Cav, much as Berylin has done for Cav and for the other crew members of the Sky on Fire. Cav would like to carry that forward. I see, I see. Um, one important follow-up question. Has Cav decided what kind of ship Cav wants? Because I have opinions. Oh, Cav would very much like to get Berwin's input. Cav doesn't know specifically. Um, Cav has done some research and would like some sort of craft that can seed a number of beings, but... Um, it doesn't narrow it down much. Oh, Cav is going to see what Cav could afford at the time. Okay, I think we should probably put a pin in this because like Billy and, and Vistrano are currently being shot at. But I'm glad we had this talk. Cav is too. Roaring, slamming, screaming, alarms blaring. Where's our backup? Where's our backup? <laughs> what does Berwin think about a white he nineteen thirty? Man, I don't know anybody who's not a terrible person. 
who owns a white tee. Oh. I guess it's good that I never got one. I know one owner of a 1930, and she is not nice. Oh, no. <laughs> ben, save me. They're being mean. The Hydean heroes have gained entrance into the vault. They are currently standing in the entranceway as Cav and Berwin have been able to follow in uh, after Vestrano and Billy. As the four of them look into the main corridor, they see a wide, a wide corridor that is empty and clean. There are open doors at either end of it, with motion from the right-hand door catches uh, Billy's photoreceptor, and you can see one single part with a blaster pistol aimed right at... And what do the four of you do? Barrowin, killer stun! <laughs> are you giving me orders, Kev? No, no, Kev is asking! Kill no. or stun? Uh, the... By that point, yeah. Cav's probably fired. <laughs> I, as a player, am trying to remember, does our bounty stipulate alive or dead? Oh, we don't care about the minions. Yeah, but, like, we don't want to necessarily shoot first and ID them later, right? Like, if we care about alive or dead. Cav will aim for kneecaps. <laughs> Why? Why kneecaps? Because they're extremely vulnerable, Billy. And it hurts a great deal. <laughs> Billy understands. This would be like catching your kneecaps on fire. For clarification, the bounties for proof of being plus mask. Okay, that's what I thought, but I couldn't recall for sure. The pirate is standing at the entranceway into the barracks at the on the right hand side. Okay. And yeah, you can see two of them curling around. Yeah, they are on the to the right. You see one uh, pirate pulling up their pistol taking aim and another one curling around the door like trying to use it a bit as cover and then three of y'all get to go before uh do we want one of the range combatants to fire before one of the melee ones get engaged and could potentially get shot by said range combatants how far are they uh they're at short range the main quarters to short range okay uh if you guys want to shoot first that's fine Makes most sense, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to go in and kick this off, because I think Cav would have probably questioned, and when Barrowin didn't answer, immediately Cav fired. On Killer Stun. Uh, Crate's Breath only has one setting. Cav has a different weapon for it, so this is a kill shot. Uh, what is my di- difficulty? This is the one purple for the short range? Uh, it'll be one purple and one setback. Uh, Cav will take a moment to to aim. And hit with three successes. So that'll be 12 damage to the being that po- that was popping out with the blaster pistol. All right. There's going to be enough splash off of that to pretty, yeah, to get the one that is in, that was trying to hide in behind as well. Oh, they both go down? Yeah. There's probably a bit of fire in that room now, too. A little bit, yeah. Cav was aiming for their knees. And there's still one left. Is that correct? You're relatively certain that there's an, probably another group to the left as well. Uh, okay, Barrowin will peek around to the left and see. Yeah, there is a group that is waiting in ambush to spring out from behind the door jam of the barracks to the left as well. Okay, she'll uh, she'll shoot at them. Okay, same difficulty, one purple, one setback because of cover. Um, and I'll assume I had to. Uh move so i can't aim well could but i'd have to not gonna aim uh one failure but one advantage uh so for the advantage i'm thinking just um being shot at sort of gets them to to hunker down a little bit more and not be quite as ready to uh spring into action as they may have been uh giving one of our melee fighters a good opening for um Engaging them, so just a, a boost to the next player. Okay, and it's uh, uh one of us. Okay. Uh, yep. There's one more player left. Uh, Billy's gonna look at Vestrano and kind of say, "Keep them safe, keep them alive," and goes for the the group in the left 
barracks. So uh, maneuver to move into the room. What do, what do I see? You see two pirates who are hiding behind the uh, door frame uh, with you running up in there. They're now kind of flummoxed as they were just about getting ready to shoot at Barrowin. And now you're upon them. So they're probably going to attempt to shoot at you if they get a chance to. Uh, otherwise, it looks like there's uh, a bunk bed that has been dragged over and is about ready to be shoved in front of the door frame to barricade themselves in. Well, to these two pirates surprised by Billy, um, I'm not wishing them luck because I'm having enough sour luck of my own. I'm just going to hit them. She charges into the room and kind of pivots slightly to face them where she sees they're, they're kind of hiding, preparing to, to blockade the door. And she's just like, sorry, and punches. We'll see how well it goes. And a boost. Thank you, Captain. So she swings and she connects four, two, four, five. That's not how that works, Leslie. Two, four, seven damage, pierce one. And I can crit. Okay, damage alone will knock one of them out, and if you crit, they'll knock out the other one. I will use my two advantage to take that second down. Alright, then, yeah, that is now all of them gone. Alright, so in the comms, this room is cleared. We should proceed. So, as you're continuing through, as you look through the two barracks, it looks... Each slot in there is for a... Each of them is a bunk bed in there. There's enough here to have about... There's enough in there to have about 20 per barrack. And it looks like at least half of the uh, beds have been used. In both? Yeah, in both. So it would be about 40 across the two, and it looks like about 20 of the beds have been used. So the crew has dispatched roughly a quarter of them. This is going quite well. Kev has a really good feeling about this. That's great. Don't get cocky, kid. (laughs) All right. So as you're continuing to explore, so you've taken care of these four pirates. They're all sprawled out, two somewhat dead with plasma burns, and two, I'm not quite sure. Is Billy leaving these uh, pirates knocked out or dead? Sounded like you were using your vibro-knucklers, right? I was... So at this point, she is probably killing them. Okay. I I don't really have a value judgment on that one. I'm just wanting to make sure to know as to whether they could possibly wake up or not. The two that Vastrano knocked out have been bound up so that they cannot, even if they do wake up, they can't move. And I was just wondering about the other, the ones that Billy has punched. At this point, Billy is is killing. It's it's honestly, it's really not my style. But at this point, given the pressure and circumstance, she would be laying them out permanently. Cav, Billy, is it too late to uh, ask you to do non-lethal? Barrowin jokes as she prods a smoking body. <laughs> Billy, Billy looks across across the hallway at the fire. Cav can exercise restraint going forward. That that was a joke, Cav. Let's um just oh. The, the scan was concerned. The scan does have a stun weapon if Barrowin would prefer, but given how last day has gone, Cav's more inclined not to hold back. Yeah, just, uh, if you see anybody in a mask, maybe stun them. So... Oh, I guess we'll, um... Sorry, I was just saying, I guess we'll, uh, also just, like, resort our equipment. Yeah, like, I, I'll... We can toss Billy her Vibrax and... And uh, Vastrano might maybe takes a moment to put back on the coat and out of the armor if you want. Yeah, I mean, if we have time. Yeah, at this point, it doesn't like the alarms and lights are going off, but it doesn't sound like anyone's coming at you. Like you can hear some very faint thumping, but it definitely doesn't sound on this level. And by thumping, I mean like feet. Then I'll definitely wriggle out of as much of it as possible to get the coat back on. So the question I have is the two barracks are clear. The main corridor is relatively clear, at least as far as the going between the two barracks. Now there's going further in towards the back of the uh, vault. 
Are you wanting to go through and like open or look in every door? Given we don't know what's in them, I would think so, right? Yeah, we probably don't want to just leave unopened doors at our back in case there's somebody. I mean, what, what if the pirate queen's in the refresher? We we miss her. That would be. I mean, awkward. that's also a valid <laughs> concern. Yeah, that would that would make us look like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> she, she walks out, guys. No, we're we're like we're like standing in the room, like okay, we've killed everybody, but the pirate queen is nowhere to be found. And we just hear a flush. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you proceed towards the back, there are the two refreshes there. And the one on the eastern side, the one on the right, is you actually find someone carrying in behind the door. Uh, They're completely, or they're unarmed. And uh, it's a aqualish that has the red armband of a pirate, but it looks like they were just in the fresher. It doesn't look like they have any of their... Uh, weapons with them. Permission to binder cup this one to a wall barrel one? Granted. And yeah, you get no. Yeah, they surrender immediately and allow you to cuff them. The Western uh, refresher has no one in it. And as you look into the back room of this main floor, as you complete the sort of square loop of the main corridor, you look in and see this. The vault's galley that's designed as more of a recreation room. And since you see uh, the vault is on alert with all the sirens and the lights, you can see that a couple of the, or you can see that one of the like four person bench tables that are there has been kicked over and you can see a couple pirates peeking out from in behind it. And, as you are as you're looking in they take a pot shot at uh the group all right who are they targeting this case uh these guys would actually have cool because they weren't caught on the toilet that poor aqualish it's been a bad day uh actually they would get to go first so i'm just gonna modify it to that's what it should be legit gets the job done all right, so they're there. They've got pistols. Uh, they're sitting in behind cover. They're taking a pot shot at. Yeah, they're gonna try and shoot at Billy because I'm assuming Billy's somewhat looming in there. And I mean, if Billy hadn't been able to knock out that other guy, the fear that the guy was gonna have to roll was probably just gonna send him running. Uh, so they have range light. They have three. That's it. So hmm. they're at short range. And I'm going with they've got setback because Billy, they're shooting around stuff. Hooch! Oh no, what did he get? Alright, so the three of them shooting was able to get two successes and one triumph. How's that gonna fall out? So, for damage, they did nine damage before so. You can tell that there's four of them sort of peeking up in behind from this century picnic table that is on its side, well, metal picnic table, and uh, they're shooting around it, like two from the top, one from each side, as they're just sort of taking pot shots. And I, oh, I'm going to. That actually seems like a very good idea. Three of the uh, pirates are shooting, and like the three shots sort of, or the three shots line up and actually hit Billy. And like all four of them are shooting kind of randomly. And then the fourth one uh, shoots a little wide of Billy, but Billy's standing right next to the door controls and the door is now closed with Billy in the room. No, before anyone's able to get into the room, Billy was sort of looking around before anyone could get in or start shooting. And yeah, the door now just slams shut as they shoot the door controls and Star Wars door logic takes place. Did anyone see the queen in there? Cavill ask. I did not. Perhaps we should secure this door and move on. I mean, at this point, we've pretty much checked all the other doors in this level, right? Yes. Yes, is there a way that we could ensure that they cannot open it to follow us? Well, they did a number on this door panel. Cav isn't sure how they plan on getting out. 
Billy, are you okay? Billy kind of looks down and dusts at the um, the burn, the scorch mark in the jacket. Kind of straightens up. I'm fine. Slap. Emergency res- repair patch. <laughs> so they can't stab you, hopefully. <laughs> Get back three wounds. Just gonna slap you. Only three? Uh, yeah, emergency repair patches don't go down the way and value the waste impacts do. So they're just mm. always three across the board. So it amounts to the same, it's just more even. So Cav will go in and burn one of uh, their repair patches and give you three back. Cavill, we'll get it more later. <laughs> Billy's just kind of looking at Cav's hand and hearing something. Like, oh, okay. Cav, do you have anything that can cut through this door? With time, yes. Cav could also use the same device to try to ensure this door does not open in the near future. Which would Bear would prefer? Um, how confident are we that the Queen's not in there? Like... We didn't see her, but it was it a, like, we definitely saw the entire room and she wasn't in it, or we didn't see her, but who knows? It is highly unlikely that she would be present in the lower level guards and members of the uh, group's recreation room. <sighs> I guess we can always check later. Kev, seal it up. Indeed. Uh, so Ben, Kev's going to pull out their fusion cutter. And uh, for the seam of the door, try to kind of heat this thing up enough to try to have the metal sort of like cool back into place, sort of uh, making it so this thing will not open apart, even if they manage to fix the controls. Okay. Uh, in that case, could I get an average mechanics check? Uh, K1, please assist, Cav. Two yeah. successes, two advantages, and another triumph. Can't do this for my crafting rolls, but for these rolls... I think it's safe to say this door is not going to open until Cav wants it to open. Pretty much, yeah. Or maybe with the Triumph, Cav has set it up in a way where Cav can pretty easily remove this from this side, but they can't from their side. All right, yeah, with the Triumph, that definitely makes more sense. K1 did nothing. <laughs> she was like, I- okay, Cav, I'll help you. Oh, okay, you've, you've already done it. Cav just handed K1 a Hydra Spanner. And then just never asked for it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go upstairs. All right. So, yeah, the only thing left on level one is the lift, which I'm assuming the four of you pile into and get subjected to absolutely horrible music. Mm-hmm. Yep. Checks out. Oh, fur pie music. Cab loves this stuff. I do not understand why this is the universal lift music selection. But you do hear it everywhere. Maybe Verpine build a lot of turbo lifts. Or lift tubes. What are we calling them? The, they're they're lift tubes that. in Star Wars. Turbo lifts. Technically, yeah. You're but everybody calls them the turbo lifts. <laughs> Just like there's Jeffrey tubes. Yeah. The, the, the elevator in the Star Wars universe was designed by one Mr. Lift. <laughs> L-Y-F? L-Y-P-H-T. And uh, I'm going to assume that Cav's other droids have been able to catch up to Cav before we get into the lift and go down. All right. Since they haven't done anything else up till now. Actually, in this case, we'll be going up. Or going up. I I assume the lift controls only note the two levels. Yeah, it's essentially an U and a M. Or like an arrow up and an arrow down. That's it. As Ross are riding up, Cav's probably still like holding onto the rifles, kind of like dancing a little bit in place to the music. Just like tap on their foot and. <laughs> All right. I just hear the music from Phineas and Ferb. Do 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 do. And then the door is open. As Cav is dancing. Uh, in which case, yeah, I'm gonna mildly pick on Cav for this because Cav was dancing. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, does Cav have any range defense? No, <laughs> not yet gonna fix it between the act breaks if, if you live that long so the door opens and Cav gets shot in the face <laughs> no I was thinking shot in the butt and yeah there are two guards for if you're looking at the there's a little room with a door almost immediately to the left and a little bit down but there are two guards who are standing almost at the lift entry they don't really have any cover themselves, but they are—they have pointed their weapon at 
the lift and as pretty much as soon as the doors open they open fire hitting kev for a total of 12 damage 12 okay so not using pistols so uh that'll be nine wounds kev is one wound away from being uh wounded out as uh that is blows a hole through Cav's coveralls and Hawaiian shirt, and Cav shrieks and falls back uh, against the lip tube. Man, Cav just <laughs> got washed. Christine, I think you probably shouldn't ride lift tubes. <laughs> because you were in one the last time that I shot one of your arms off. Oh no, that's right. Oh, poor Cash. I don't remember it ending very well for Nima either. Well, that was a different issue with those lift tubes. <laughs> Barrowin will return fire as soon as she possibly can. All right. Uh, yeah, there's just two of them. It's at short range. They had a setback, so or a threat, so I'm assuming random boost? Sure. They've just left themselves exceptionally exposed or whatever. Yeah, like there's... Uh, so it's just easy, I assume. No cover or anything. No, no cover, no nothing. Uh, two successes, one advantage, which produces 11 damage. And if that doesn't do the job, I will use the advantage to crit. All right, so then with the return fire from Barrowin, that will take out the two of them using the crit. Cav, are you okay? Cav is fine. Were they in that little room across the, the way, or were they in the They were actually in sort of the lobby. Turbo lift lobby. Yeah. The lift room, as it's labeled in the map. Barrowin's going to use her maneuver to just step out of the lift and, like, check around the uh, immediate corners um, for any other enemies. Off to the right, there's a large room with a fair amount of cargo inside. There is, yeah, like, yeah there's cargo containers, crates, boxes, barrels, like, all that sort of stuff in there. It very few clear lines of sight from one side to the other, and then there's a relatively heavy door on uh, across from the lift, and this is one of my two threat doors. Okay, so it's closed. Yeah, it's closed. Okay. Once she establishes that nobody else is like immediately shooting at them, she's going to say, "Um, Vistrano, make sure Cav is, you know, Cav." On it. Or perhaps less Cav. Probably when Vistrano's turning towards Cav, Cav with very shaky and kind of bloody hands are, is trying to pull out a stem pack. Uh, are we still sort of in loose uh, initiative order? Or There are no enemies around. So yeah, then Vistrano yeah. will rush over uh, and, and take the stem pack out of Cav's hands and with non-shaky hands administer it. So I'll remove one stim pack from my count. Uh, Cav has regained five wounds. There's probably a beat or two. And then Cav starts going for another stim pack. Does Vistrano not have that cool boost to stim packness? That's, um, that's the medic, not the doctor. Yeah, those are unfortunate for other healer specs. The, the doctors really excels at when uh, he can take time to like do surgery. Yeah, I don't Cav. really feel like we have like time for me to do any like this is this seems like stimpact time not long intensive very 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 fair yep uh do you want me to burn another one of my stimpacks or do you want to burn one no i'll burn one of mine uh you go to pull another one out and i just kind of like put my hand on your hand and then uh, with my other hand go to my stash thank you Vistrano. okay cab is feeling better Cab's fine and probably with Vistrano's help stands back up yeah, Vistrano will, will help you up. We've got to be kind of careful going forward. I don't have time to fix you up properly. Cav knows Cav. The, the Stimpaks will keep Cav on Cav's feet. Oh, the door! So are you wanting to go east or north? Well, we should check that little door ahead of us first. Yeah, I agree. The one to the north? Okay. My threat door. Yeah, well, this door is... Locked, and it's actually a relatively heavy door. It's a surprisingly heavy door for inside this place. If you are wanting to like break in, it would be skullduggery, computers, mechanics. Take your pick. Cav is very good at mechanics. Get on it. 
Billy will loom at the entranceway with Barrowin keeping an eye on things, I guess. I feel like Vistrano would position himself such that if the door opens suddenly, then then maybe he might take the brunt of it instead of Kav this time. Yeah, I'm just sort of figuring Kev's actually working at the mechanism and then right properly in the door is Vistrano. So when Vistrano gets up, it, or when the door opens, Vistrano's right there to like punch anyone who's right at the door. Uh, what's my difficulty? Uh, your difficulty is going to be two purple and one red. Okay, I'm on a light side. Baron will just be keeping an eye on uh, the door to eight um, in case anybody comes in that way. Failure, but five advantages and a triumph. Uh, so Cav can't get this door open, but something else happened. Can I get a melee check off of Vastrana? Yep. On account of, like, this is a no success, no failure. Just, like, there's no, technically it's not a successful roll, but I'm also going on. Kind of doing a, this is a success with complications-ish? Or maybe there's just a train, I'm not quite sure. Okay, I've got my, my melee dice in, but what should I be rolling this against? Uh, two purple. Oh, I have three successes and an advantage on this mysterious roll. Okay, so as the door opens, there's a pirate with a carbine. Looks like they were just about to hit the door open to get out. And there's Vastrano punching and just laying this guy straight out. As the uh, group looks in and you see the armory for uh, the vault. We don't have time, Kev. The room is just stacked with weapon crates, many of which display imperial markings that have been stenciled over with the consortium Snakehead. And some crates to appear to hold blasters, while others contain power cells and grenades. I was about to ask if any of them contain grenades. Kev will gesture towards one of the crates and say, But, but Billy! <laughs> As you can carry. Captain, would you like to restock your grenades? Yeah, I have a few empty grenade pouches. You know, what people carry grenades in. Grenade pouches. <laughs> uh, are there any stun grenades in there? Uh, okay, so uh, easily accessible, there are three frag grenades and one stun grenade. Like, you can start hearing uh, noises coming from outside. Uh, how many grenades do you want to grab, Brandon? Um, I had two at the beginning of this adventure, which have now both been exploded, so... I can take two. Do you want to grab the stun and a frag? Sure. And then uh, Cav will just grab one frag, leaving one behind. Billy will take it. Somebody else can take it from her at the time, when the time comes, but Billy will carry it. So, yeah, you can hear some moving around coming from the cargo bay. And that door to the cargo bay is also closed, right? Uh, No, it, the door to the cargo bay is open. There are only actually... Well, now there are three doors in the entire facility that are closed. Well, the one you just dealt with, which is up to y'all as to whether it's open or closed, the one that you welded closed, and one deeper in. Uh, Barrowin will head into room eight, uh, the cargo area, um, carefully and, you know, coming around the side of the of those containers, uh, blaster first. As you're looking inside, you can see a group of sorority pirates diving in for cover. You know that there's at least four of them there. You see two ASP-type labor droids that are positioned in the room. Yeah, as you're looking, they're in the two northern corners in their recharging bays and are just... They're recharging. They're out of the way, not really in a combat stance. You can tell that there's some... On the right-hand side, like, looking inside the door, you, there's a bunch of crates off to the right, and then there's a bunch of crates deeper in, and you're pretty sure that there's people in behind both of those. Uh, okay. Um, Barrowin will lob the frag grenade that she has just procured um, at that first group, trying to, you know, toss it up over their cover. Uh, okay. I will get a range light check. That also be short range on the count of it's a grenade. 
anything else besides just the one purple for the short? Or do they they have cover? I They'll have cover, yeah. So one what's the effect for that? Yeah, no, and yeah, it's pretty much, this is very much a place where, hey, look, I spend a maneuver, I get cover, because there's yep. like crates and everything everywhere. There's stuff to hide behind at, well, there's just tons of waist-high walls. <laughs> yes! I don't have to deal with it. Sorry, grenades are annoying. What, blast? Yeah. Yeah, blast is annoying. So, Bear One got four successes and one threat. Uh, so the the grenade sails in just a nice arc over their cover and lands right about where she wanted to put it. Um, for what's a frag grenade? Six damage base. Uh, I'm going on eight. Eight crit four blast six. Oh, you're right. Okay, yeah. then uh, that's twelve damage, but uh, not enough advantage to activate blast. So. All right, so I'm going with that. Will blast two of them out back into the open and they're not moving in which case i'm going with that throwing it felt weird and you take a strain yay that rank of grit might amount to something (laughs) if you think about it i'm really i'm really still at zero kind of 25 xp well spent yeah you can be bitter about that for a while i really am yep All right, uh, upgrading three times on two is this, so NPC. Uh, and that has had two of them blown up, so I'm still doing that. So in that case, uh, there's only two groups. There's one group of four and one group of two. Now, there are two. Uh, let's see. The group of four is going to... Or, now. I'm going to have the group of two who have pistols, or have a, they both have a choice of weapon. In this case, the near group is going to pull vibro swords and advance and attack. Wait, so is this the two? Yeah, this is the two are going to attempt to vibro sword the uh, Salonian who just threw a grenade at them. Seems fair. Uh, so that's melee, they have that, so... That is just turning into this with... Can I put... We make that harder? What melee defense does Barrowin have? None. No defense of any kind. Also, yeah, you do have a light, a huge amount of light. Yeah, I, I suppose Vibro's, um, yeah, might might be a good idea to flip a light side point to upgrade their difficulty. All right. I actually don't think anybody here has melee defense. They come up, they start swinging, but apparently their heads still sort of ringing as they try and take a stab in at Barrowin. And now there is a uh, PC going. Um, where's everybody, where are our characters positioned? Or is everybody kind of still back out of the room other than Barrowin? Or have we been I was of... figuring that everyone was pretty much in nine. Okay. Like even Barrowin, I was figuring, was looking around the corner from nine inches. Sure, eight. if I could see them from there, yeah. Yeah. Nostrano is going to be just doing his best to kind of, like, stay in front of Cav in a way that doesn't make it totally apparent to Cav that he is doing so. Aww. So Vistrano is bodyguarding without bodyguarding. Yes. That's what it sounds like. Do you want to do anything with, like, your your action or anything? Like, like would Vistrano be drugging people up at this point? Or? Oh god, I'm so scared to drug you up at this point. Although I did make it. Uh, you can't deal wounds to me. My strain is 100% fine. It's wounds I've been bad on. You know what? Actually, I did I did improve that skill. Um, then, yeah. Uh, Vastrana would, I think, maybe turn to Cav and... Are you feeling well enough to uh, have me... I don't know how to... Are you feeling well enough to be juiced? Have you what? Cav asked, <laughs> a little confused. I think Vistrano's like feeling very sheepish about it. I want to make you, you know, at your topmost shape for this battle. Oh, oh, like like what Vistrano did back with the crab. Yes, but better. Cav kind of shrinks back a little bit, but there's a lot of blaster fire happening in that other room and grenades going off. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. As Vistrano starts to get in deep with the drug pushing yeah sorry well i have i have improved now so if i do purple 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 
then Kav will only suffer one strain if I get this right. Yeah, it's at this point where it starts becoming awesome. Because if I remember, you've got a silly... I got one success! That's, that's all I needed. <laughs> Bam. We're good. Yep. Kav gets uh, one, one success. And uh, you can increase one of your characteristics for the encounter. And I take one strain as well, right? Only one strain, yes. Okay, that's a lot better than the four from last time. So... I know, I made it better. I'm sorry. No, no, it's great. <laughs> it's great. So, so Cav will take one strain and Cav will go ahead and boost Cav's agility again, I think, because Perfect. this is kind of becoming a big fight. Yeah, and I, that makes sense for something that Mr. Arno would do to Cav to, you know, make sure that, you know, they're a little bit more. That, like their their hands stop shaking. <sighs> yes, exactly. Then I'll sort of just slide out of the way reluctantly so that Cav can can move forward. Can you do, is it defensive stance an actual thing you have to buy or is that something you can do just because you have a maneuver you can boost your own defenses you can't you can't boost somebody else's defenses without bodyguard okay so you can if you want right you can just you know be all semi hid hidden or something i don't know if you want to use your maneuver to do something yeah if you're willing to grab some cover that would totally be cool yeah yeah if in grabbing cover would be great um, there, there's nobody in room eight, right? Uh, in eight, uh, yeah. In eight, yes. There's a actually a fair amount of people in eight. In nine, oh, okay. where everyone like the party's in nine. The lift, uh, the lift room is where the party okay, is. I'm... The battle is pretty much happening in the cargo room, which is eight on your map. Okay, I I misunderstood the grenade throw. Okay, then I'm just gonna slide behind that like a little lip of a of a wall that's still in nine uh, to get covered. Absolutely. All right. So then, from the f- further side, they are going to be shooting at. Yeah, they're gonna be shooting at Barrowin. Checks out. Firing into engaged. Yep. And getting covered on account of Barrowin's behind the door. So. The other hand, wait, no, they have three agility. Ha ha. All right. So I'm going with their medium range, firing into engage with a setback from cover. And, yep, group of carbines. And there is no hits with four advantage. There are four advantages, and what I'm going to do is have uh, the blaster shots go wide. And I am thinking that. There are crates that are pretty close to that door, and I'm thinking that the side of one of the crates gets essentially blasted open. And in this case, for the western half of eight, it now has food packets all over the uh, floor. What does that mean? Ooh, instant biscuits! Yeah, like, essentially, like, instant biscuit mix, uh like little patches of MREs, like those little packets of uh, ramen noodles, you name it, just sort of all over the entire floor. But it's making making it so that if you're running through there or trying to go through there, it's difficult terrain now. Like, it's slippery. Because it's all these food packets that if you step on it the wrong way, you're going to go flat on your butt. Alright, so we've got them, what, three PCs? Yep. Um, so we've got people, I've been thinking about this for a little bit, we've got people hiding behind these crates in the bottom left-hand corner. You've got people in behind the far right-hand to the top. Uh, you've got the people who had been at the close crates are now up there trying to stab Barrowin, and they're pretty much at the door. And then there's, uh, yeah, that's actually the only ones that you've seen. You've got a couple labor droids, but they're specifically, like, recharging at this point. Uh, if Billy and Cav would like, um, since we just have three turns here in a row, uh, Baron doesn't have a great way to get rid of these guys who are right on her, so I was thinking of maybe just doing Field Commander and giving you two a free maneuver, um, which will then let you position yourself. For whatever you do. How does um, difficult terrain work in Star Wars? I know how it works in D&D. Uh, it costs two maneuvers to change bands. So it's the same idea. It just it 
eats up more resources. Basically. So how much would it be for me to get to the far? Uh, the far group, it would take you essentially two maneuvers to get to the actual number eight on there. And then that would be your two maneuvers for this round. Then you'd have to move past like this started next round to get to where they are. They're the two guys who are right around Barrowin, which are right around the doorway from nine to eight from the lift to the cargo room. If you can help Barrowin out with those, then Barrowin and Cav might be able to take out the guys further down. Well, Billy is a short range engaged fighter, so that would be her initial choice. As a person who is trying not to be stabbed, um, I approve of that plan. All right. So since Billy is, I presume, basically already engaged with this situation. Yeah, sure. Um, she's going to go ahead and take a crack at uh, eliminating the issue. No, absolutely. Go right ahead. It's too purple. Okay. Um, but they have vibro swords. Do they get defense? Oh, yeah. They do get defense one. So it would be two purple and a setback. That's what I thought. See, look at me being honest. Yeah. Good job, Leslie. I appreciate it. Well, I'm still all up in no faces. That that shrinking violet thing I did earlier is is 100% gone. So she's going to step up and she's going to go ahead and... Either way, throw them into the food. There's crates to bounce them off of. This is perfect. Well, I was actually honestly thinking about trying to kind of brawl one into the other and knock them both completely out of the way. So we're going to roll and we're going to punch one in the head and hopefully be able to punch one in the head into the, the next one's head with that resounding coconut noise. <laughs> and you said one setback. Yep. No, not two reds. Because of defense. Not two reds. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> too purple. Um, and since I don't have to maneuver, I will take a boost for an aim. And because I want to be super effective, I will take the strain for the second boost as well. All right. Nice. Okay, so going by previous experience, well, what did you roll? So uh, I ended up with wasting uh, two strain, but doing um, seven, as it was two success, two advantage, one triumph. That ends up being the, the seven damage. Um, the two will be a crit. So if they're both minions, I think they're both dead? Yes, you are able to very successfully do the coconut thing. Yes. Tunk, 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 tunk. And if at all possible, if you'd let me use the triumph in that when I what happens is I punch one in the head, but instead of like letting it go, I hang on to the head and kind of throw it, this creature of indeterminate species, across the floor and make like as it's the corpse slides along, it clears a slight path. No, but I'm throwing the entire body by the person's head. Okay. That is slightly less creepy, but sure, you can get a corpse path through the... <laughs> I did not rip any heads off, okay? And you did say you were holding on to the head. I'm, well, I, shut up. Which, I mean, yes, was ambiguous, but... I pick up the entire pirate by the head, and I throw it across the room, and it skids through the ketchup packets and through the ramen packets, and it clears a partial path to make progress. Strike! Right. <laughs> I don't know any curling terms. Sorry, Ben, but this is definitely more curling. because Kind of is, kind of is. You're definitely taking out a guard. Um, Alright, so that is Billy going. Now we have Berwin and Kev left for this round. You want it or should I put uh, Vastrano's drugs to use? Go for it. Uh, so Cav will go ahead and um, since, since the two of them have moved, Cav will go in and take up position at the other uh, like side of the doorway um, across from Vistrano, poke Cav's head out. And uh, you said they're the remaining minion groups at medium range. They're at medium range and they do have uh, 
one thing of uh, cover. So one setback from cover. Okay. Actually, in this particular case, I do want to upgrade it once. Okay. Because I can think of exactly what I want a red or a despair to do. Uh, Cav, so it's going to take cover for one maneuver. Cav will aim with a second maneuver. And then I'm also going to flip a light side point back. So purple, red setback, yellow, yellow, green, green boost. Three successes even, 12 damage. As Cav uh, fires off another blast from the crate's breath and cocks it, letting out another jet of mist. So that will take care of two of them, blasting them and on the left-hand side towards the Asp charger. The blast is big enough that it hits two of them and sends them flying back into the corner. At which point, that brings us to Berwin for the end of the round before Graf tries to do something silly. Uh, Berwin will follow Cav and just try to um, pick off the other two in that group. So I'm going to upgrade this one too on account of, well, for the same reason. I'll counter. I'll counter upgrade. I mean, really, I'm just wanting to set the room on fire. <laughs> Cav will do that for you. Cav tried. Cav didn't have the advantage. <laughs> Ooh. Oh no. What did you get? Uh, so as Barrowin uh, tries to catch a couple of the survivors poking their heads out, she only scores one advantage and one despair as her blaster balls just ricochet off the containers and something bad happens. And as it ricochets off of the containers that they're taking um, cover in behind, one of the ricochets coming back uh, hits uh, a barrel that is pretty close to the party and where in a lot of the or the last crate had been fast pack food in this case it might have been hydraulic fluid or something but this started on fire almost immediately as soon as that blaster bolt went in the top of the barrel burst off with a gout of flame going up to the top and then it started to spread onto the rest of the crates that are nearby. It's not this game's fault. This game is innocent. I am really happy. I, those were the ones that I considered running in and jumping behind, so glad I didn't do that. Alright, so that brings us to the end of the round where the random NPC gets to go. And in this case, Graf is going to hold their cane in one hand, reach to the top, pull out their vibro rapier, and charge at the guys in behind the uh, crates, trying to stab them with their vibro rapier. So if I could get a player to do a two yellow, one green versus two purple, because I don't really get cover from someone being engaged with them. Tag not it. Christine's been rolling a lot of triumphs, so maybe she should. Yeah, take looks it. like Christine's already typing. I was just, I was just noting it in case I need to pass it to somebody else. But I, I can roll it unless unless you want to roll it, Britt. You haven't done a lot of lot of punch in lately. Sure, you said two yellow. It was two yellow, a green versus two purple. You got this! Yay! See, it's not just Why me. Why did I Darn roll two? that? Well, it's me. <laughs> We are rolling so many triumphs. Okay, I got two graph, got two successes, a triumph, but two threat. (laughs) I like how I'm rooting against. Don't sound bitter about a triumph on our side, Brent. I know, I know, I know. Sounding bitter about the triumph, but like happy about the threat. It's like, yeah, they didn't (laughs) see. I'm the pirate queen. No, say it isn't so. (laughs) You lied to us. There is sort of this one weird, uh, or there is just sort of this one requirement of the Pirate Queen. Um, anyway, um, so that, so the Fiber Rapier does three damage plus successes, pierce three, so that would kill one of them. Nice. But with the Triumph, I'm just sort of figuring that Graf would essentially run both of them through on their Fiber Rapier. Like, they run in jabbing with the uh, fibro rapier and going from like stabbing through one into the other and killing them both. Swish stab. 
the turn to get him behind the cover to do the stab, uh, twists on his bad leg, the mediocre cybernetic, causing some sparks to fly, and that gives him two strain, which really is wounds because he's a rival. Besides the lift tube, this is going quite well. Yeah, because right now it doesn't look like any of the automatic fire suppression stuff is working. It's attempting to, but it's not doing well. This is the part where I have to double check my droids. Did I install any kind of anti-flyer thing in any of them? Because I might have, knowing I was bringing the crate's breath, or I might not have. You know what it looks like? I did not. I have spare blasters and stuff around, though. <laughs> in case anybody ever needs one. Um. So, in that case, uh, where is all y'all wanting to go? Do we see anyone in the room to the south towards the landing pad? If you're wanting to head out there, he... kind of. I mean, I don't know if we'd go check it out unless we see somebody out there. Okay, so looking down at the flight deck slash landing pad, the vault's flight deck smells of exhaust, ozone, and lubricants. Cav is right at home. A single airspeeder painted in powder blue with the word Seluquest over land, stenciled on its side, sits off to one side. Tools and other machines are scattered about the room's floor, and two parts with blaster combines stand opposite one another near a set of unmarked doors. We should probably deal with them and also, I guess, just make sure that we cut off their escape route. That is a good idea, everyone. How many of them were there? There's one per door. And we're just kind of poking our heads around. Yeah, you're going from the cargo area onto the flight deck. You're sort of, there's a wide door there that you're sort of poking your head around and you can see the two uh, pirates there, each with a red armband and swords. Are, are they sort of alerted? I mean, there was an explosion. Yeah, they are alert, but they're also sort of holding their guard. Let's go. Uh, let's go to the room and take them out. I don't know if you want to roll them into the initiative or, or if we get the drop on them or what. Well, I think they kind of know something's been going on. <laughs> yeah, I think clearly what Cav will do unless Cav's ordered otherwise. I think Cav will kind of still taking up the rear. We'll try to keep an eye on the other two doorways leading out of eight, just in case somebody tries to sneak up behind us. Are those doors or halls? Or halls. Just out of curiosity. Okay, I just wanted to be sure. Yeah, I mean, if we see that they, they're they armed with melee weapons, then I th think that it might be prudent for you to guard the other door as well. Maybe the melee fighters run in. Uh, I think they were carbines, weren't they? No. There's two loadouts for the pirates. They either have carbines and fibro knives, or blaster pistols and swords. In this case, they have fibro swords and blaster pistols. Pulled. Oh, I misunderstood. I heard swords. Uh, I only had said the swords. But yeah, they do have uh, blaster pistols, and they're sort of... The way that the wall closest to the cargo area is, it's got this sort of triangle or square stepping in instead of a nice curve, and they're trying to hide in behind one of those since the explosion came from the cargo area. And they're here in case someone tries to land a ship on the landing pad. Because it's not like these guys have tried to take pot shots. Baron will go in and shoot them. All right. Sadly, they're on opposite sides, so you get to shoot at one of them. I'll shoot at the one on the, to the west. Okay. In which case, uh, that's going to be short range, so one purple. Okay. One success, three advantage. Okay, so what do you want to do with your three advantage now that you've shot that guy in the face? Is he dead from the damage, which would be ten? Yes. Okay. Could I swing around and, like, point my blaster at the other one in a, like, don't try anything or you'll get what he got kind of way and give him a setback or something like that or, or a boost to somebody going after him? Yeah, I could definitely go behind that. Okay, yeah, so that's a uh, Baron will just shoot, shoot the one uh, to the west, I guess, to her right and then spin around and just uh, level her blaster at the other one and say, um, you can join him if you want. All right. I kind of want to get one more of the heroes to go first. 
Uh, Cav's guarding doors, so this is all Vistrano or Billy. Uh, does Billy look like she is very intent on rushing out? Billy at this point prefers to go out and about and leave you near the squishy team. That's her. Who you call okay. squishy? Uh, the one that's been leaking fluids profusely today and yesterday. All right. So, um, Barrowin turns around and is very cool and, and menacing and whatnot. So Billy just is like, that's great. No, I'm going to go just make sure that that's a, a finality. So you're going off to get ready to punch them, right? How far is it? Can I actually get to them and punch? If you're wanting to spend two strain, yes. Because it'll be one to sort of get around there and then it'll be one more move to get up and engage with them. Yep, I'll do it. All right. And since you've been playing this out and I've been forgetting about it, uh, what is your fearsome rating? I have two fearsomes. All right. Which would be two purple against their one will. They're lone, they're minions, they don't get anything from it. And yeah, this feels like the place where the setback should go. And they drop their weapon and start cowering. <laughs> so Billy leans in and all of a sudden they're just thump on the ground. Like, uh, and, and Billy just kind of looks down and looks over at Barrowin and looks down again. Barrowin kind of shrugs. <laughs> Billy kind of shrugs. You're like, I can't just, I can't just kill him. So instead she will just tie him up and kind of throw him in a corner. All right. That's fair. Uh, I assume we don't see anybody else in the room here. There are no more on the flight deck. There are none in the airspeeder, and there aren't any in the laser turret axis, which is what the those two had been guarding. They had sort of been the air gunners. Yeah, so they weren't protecting a separate set of gunners. No, they actually were the gunners. Cool, that's convenient for us. As you went through and actually went and looked. Okay, the last thing I'm kind of wanting to ask is, are you wanting to do anything to the airspeeder? Uh, I was thinking about that. Um, does Cav maybe want to just remove an important part? <laughs> it can Cav go, like, remove the Star Wars equivalent of spark plugs from it? Something we could easily repair later, but we'll keep it from taking off now. Sure. Yeah, so that we can still use it to escape if we need to. Exactly. That way we don't have to walk back through the jungle. <laughs> Like, you've got a nice landing pad. There could be a free boat. Or that way we can keep an airspeeder. Yeah, but he's not here yet. We might, you know, if we're like, oh, this place is going to blow in 10 seconds. Cab needs a... Uh, what kind of car does Magnum PI drive? You know what? I don't know, but I suspect right. it's like a Camaro. Uh, it's like a space Corvette or so whatever. I think it it's a Corvette. Yeah. yeah, it's a Corvette. Yeah. All right. So uh, what would it take to disable that thing? Uh, I'm going to go with a one red, one purple, uh, check. It's a Ferrari. Because I'm just sort of figuring as you're monkeying or, or as you're messing around the engine, there's a very good chance of something might go wrong. So that definitely deserves a red. Four successes, three advantages. Something tried to go wrong. <laughs> something really tried. Uh, you know what this is? This is one of those newfangled uh, modern airspeeders where it's a little hard to get to some of the parts to work on it. So, oh, so yeah. Cav has to like pop open the casing and uh, pull out the uh, the spark plugs or equivalent. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows why they have to put the thermometers in the center of the engine when it's actually supposed to be reading something slightly to the left. But, you know, they do it so you have to bring the speeder in for man uh, manufacturer's maintenance. All right. Uh, so Cav will go ahead and quickly do that all right so that takes a couple minutes to do uh no one's really hearing anything else as you're on the landing pad and i'm thinking for this episode this is a good spot to uh draw it to a close on account of we're almost exactly where i was hoping all right hey go us yeah I, this has been way easier than i thought but... ba, 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 why would you ba, say that I invite the despair.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Ducheriamice. You can find me, Christine, and Cav on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, TH, and Night with a K. I'm Brandon, and I'm on Twitter at Blue of the Kin. I'm at Leslet GS. And I am Brit, and I am at Atomic Firebird. We are all at TheHydeanWay.com, where you can find previous episodes and our sister podcast, Tales from the Hydean Way. Our podcasts are on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, where you can find more episodes and help us out by rating and reviewing the show. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can holocom us at heroes at com. If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash way. Or you can donate a calf to us at ko-fi.com slash way.